welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. Let's get all attractive. Or at least find out what you're attracted to. The Eric in the Morning list. Kate Hudson reveals why she's so attracted to musicians. There's a long list of those in her life. Uh, we're looking for 312-233-1019. You're so attracted to what? Whip. Uh, Good-looking people. <laughs> Thanks for putting in the time and All the right. effort. Smart people. Smart people. Yeah. All you right. did that be a specific profession? No, oh, okay. Care. Yeah, smart care. people. Uh, Violetta, you're so attracted to... Oh, man, so many things. But um, I like really good hands. Hand people. Like really? People with hands. All right. Yeah, but like nice hands. Good hands. Polished Solid hands. fingers. Polished clean. fingers. Your fingers have to be polished. And Not like, your nails, your fingers. Yeah, and like thin, long fingers. Uh, you're so attracted to what, Zach? Redheads. I love them redheads. I love me some redheads, <laughs> Zach says. I love me some redheads. At number three, Becky, you're so attracted to... Uh, was that me? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, tradesmen or blue-collar workers. Tradesmen, blue-collar guys. The guys that get dirty for a living. The guys that are end up on that show Hard Work. Mm. Ever watch that show? Mm-hmm. No. Uh-huh. Hard Work. You should. You'd like, like it. dirty jobs? Kind of, but uh, but better. Oh. Yeah, Hard Work. And number two, you're so attracted to what, Maria? Uh, Duck Dynasty-looking guys. Duck, Duck Dynasty, Dynasty looking guys. Oh you my like God. the big, long, crazy beards. Yes. Can't get enough of those. The kind that could keep a sandwich in through the afternoon and you'd <laughs> never know. And in, and number one, a lot of surprises. Uh, Tina, you are attracted to what? Nerds. Nerds it is. Very nice. Oh, that's uh, good. Nerds. Uh, are you involved with one, married to one, dating yeah, my- one? I'm dating a very sexy, intelligent nerd. He's an engineer. Ah, yeah, the sexy, intelligent ones. Those are the good ones. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Has this always been the case for you? Have you always been attracted to nerds, or did you discover it later? I discovered it later. When I was younger, in my teens, I liked the bad boys, and uh, right. those are the ones that really broke my heart. So. Right, right. Because like your your you know your 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 desktop computer is broken. The bad boys, what are they going to do for you? Nothing. But your nerd exactly. husband, it's like nothing. I got this. We're going to build exactly. you a new one too. All handsome and doing nothing. Exactly. Those bad boys are. And not just any presidential trivia. Something else. And Florida, uh, when those two collide. Let's meet our contestant. Hi, Donna. Hi, good morning. How are things this morning? So far, so good. Yeah, you're caller 46. That's the number of presidents we've had for our presidential trivia colliding with Florida, maybe qualifying you to go to South Beach for South Beach at 630. That's a lot of moving parts. You follow all that? Uh, yeah, I'm really nervous. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, not half as nervous as I am right now to see if this works. Uh, all right, Donna, so there are three questions here. They are all multiple-choice questions. All the questions relate to how the presidency for today's President's Day and Florida have something in common, okay? Okay. All right, it'll be your job to get all three correct. Do it. We'll get you one of those Amazon Echo Dots and qualify you for a trip to Fountain Blue in South Beach. Wouldn't that be nice? Where do you live? I live in Elmwood Park. Okay, you got a little snow there, right? A little bit. Yeah, another foot coming. (laughs) Enjoy it. All right, so today would be the perfect day. Now, uh, we're also going to make this available to you. You can select either Whip or Violetta to help you, but not both. Who would you like on your team? 
I'm going to go with whip. I'm shocked. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> you thought it was like Pickwick. Uh, Pickwick. Pres- pressure's on. Pressure's right. on. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? All right. You got to get all three right when Florida and presidents collide. Question number one. Donna, Florida is the 27th state. The 27th president is a... I haven't even said him yet, and Violetta's like, I've got this wrong. Is A, Calvin Coolidge, B, Howard Taft, or C, Martin Sheen? Those are your choices. Florida is the 27th state, the 27th president. Is it A, Calvin Coolidge, B, Howard Taft, or C, Martin Sheen? Well, I know it's not C. With okay. what are you thinking? Good elimination there. Now, uh, my gut feeling on this one, and also uh, William Howard Taft had a big gut, coincidentally enough. Uh, I'm going to go with B. <laughs> you like the Tafty? Um, I like that one. All right. Okay, I'm going with whip. B. B is exactly right. Howard Taft. Wow, good job, guys. Right, Martin Sheen was the 28th president. That's. <laughs> How many of us would like him back, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, you're one for one. You're ready for your second question, Donna, when Florida and presidents collide. Another hey. election was contested back in 2000 with a main problem in Florida being the hanging <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Is it the hanging, I'm sorry, the hanging A, Timmy? The hanging Timmy? B, the hanging Chad? Or C, the hanging planter? Which one is it? A, Timmy, B, Chad, C, Planter. Whip, I'm thinking B. What do you think? I think that's a safe bet, yeah. Okay, let's go with B. That is exactly right. Okay. What I'm most interested to find out, Violetta, have you gotten any of these right yet? Yeah, I know The Hanging Chad with Al Gore and Bush. Look at that. There you go. There's a movie called Recount. All of it coming together. That's great. All right, get this one right, Donna, and you're qualified to head off to Fountain Blue. You ready? Ready. It was revealed over the weekend that Melania Trump, I know she's not a president, just go with me, that Melania Trump spends her days at Mar-a-Lago, how? (laughs) A, spa, lunch, spa, in that order. B, cooking, cleaning, and smoking. (laughs) Or C, showering, packing, and divorce attorney. Once again, A, Spa, lunch, spa, B, cooking, cleaning, and smoking, or C, showering, packing, and divorce attorney. (laughs) Whip, I'm thinking A sounds right, but, you know, C could be possible. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think that's possible, but we would have heard about the divorce attorney thing. That would have made headlines, so I'm eliminating that one. Uh, cleaning and cooking, I don't think so. Smoking, yeah. maybe, mm-hmm. but I think A is the most complete, realistic picture. Okay. Okay, A is the answer, then. Spa, lunch, spa is exactly right. Oh, she's yeah. living a life. That's Thank how you, Melania Trump spends her days, they said. I read it over the weekend. She goes to the spa. And she goes having lunch, and she goes back to the spa. Right. Spa under an assumed name. Right. It's a very full day at Mar-a-Lago. Congratulations. Yeah. You are qualified, Donna, to head to South Beach. Thank you. Yay. Thanks, You're Wes. very welcome. Fountain Blue awaits you. And just for qualifying you, we have an Amazon Echo Dot, okay? Awesome. Let's find out what the world is talking about on a President's Day Monday. With oh. a foot of snow coming. Yeah. And subarctic temperatures. 
Awesome. Uh, in at number three, you ready, Bila? Yes. Number three. Fans are divided over whether Sean Mendez' Valentine's Day post is cute or cringy after the singer shared a photo of him kissing his girlfriend Camila Cabello's foot with the caption, I kiss your foot because I love you. And everyone's like, why are you kissing her foot? Because he's terrified of it. Because <laughs> she said, do this. Right. Because the, the second the camera is put away, he has to go back into his dungeon room. You know, I kind of believe you now. I don't know why they posted that. Uh, Trending on Twitter, number two. So, a 180-day world cruise set for 2023 sold out in just one day. I guess all aboard. Oh, Everybody yeah. is so excited. Tickets for the six-month adventure started at $42,000 per person. I read about this over the weekend. You got to admit, it sounds cool. 180, 180 days. days to go around the world. Yeah. yeah. All the best places. And then 20% of the people that booked that trip already added an extra 100 days on it. So it's a 280 day. How cool is that? You have Crazy. to not need to work. Yeah. Uh, it's for for $42,000 a person, it's a... It's a rich person's trip. I'm guessing the majority of those people aren't working. Yeah. Or you can work remotely. They got Wi-Fi. I don't know that I would trust that because you're in the, the Congo <laughs> in Africa. Yeah. That's a great thing to sell to your yeah. boss, though. I'm guessing a lot of people on trip like, listen, I can't make Tuesday. I got a meeting. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. Why can I not get Wi-Fi on this island? And trending on Twitter, number one. Okay, some exciting news for Chicago and Schitt's Creek fans. Oh, God. A new pop-up in Lincoln Park is coming to replay. It's the arcade bar on Sheffield. It's going to feature Moira's wig wall, a local version of Rose Apothecary, and a cafe tropical drink menu. When does that open? Um, That's a good question. I'm not sure. Okay, get back to us on that. There it is. I want to go. Anybody listening who has been or is... A president. You ever been a president with? I don't think I have. Violetta? Uh, yes, I was president of Seekers Club and Kiwanis International. And you were president of the Kiwanis Club? Yeah. Key Club in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you meant like uh, the Kiwanis Club, like uh, the Moose Lodge Kiwanis Club kind of oh, thing. Yeah. Like one of those. No. Yeah. No. Not that. Sure you got I, it right? You don't even know what you're a president of. It was a long time ago, but um, and then it helped me get into college. Oh, that's what's most important. Yeah. Hi, uh, Gina. Hi, good morning. Hi, President. President, President of the school board. Oh, that's a thankless oh, job, too. My there you God. go. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, it is. Uh, the current reigning president or a former president? Former president. Former, yeah. Do and, people have to know anything to be on the school board, or is that just like put up <laughs> enough signs and have some friends in the neighborhood, pretty yeah. much? Yeah. That's what it, it sounds like when you listen to them. Yes, it's an elected position, but. Uh, you learn as you go along. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Most elected positions are like, you know what I think I'd like to be? And you run, right. and you win or you don't. Yeah. Uh-huh. The presidents, come on. John, president of? I'm the president of the local food pantry board. Oh, good job. Yes. The current, current reigning president? Current reigning year in my third year. How's it going? It's going okay. Nobody wanted to do it for the second two-year term, so <laughs> they they put me back in. Right, there you go. I didn't even want to run. Here yeah. I am. That's because they knew is. they couldn't compete with the great job you do. That's my guy, John, right there. Hey, President Eileen. Yes, sir. You were president are- of? My senior class. There it is, senior class president right there. Senior yes. class president. Yes, and uh, like Violetta, did that pay off well getting you into college? Uh, no, your requirements were if you were breathing, you could run. That's pretty much most elected positions, I think. Not all.
Uh, Nancy, <laughs> President Nancy. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, so I'm president of the PTO at my kids' school for six years. The PTO, is that the same as the PTA? It is. It's just different, like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't know. It's an O instead of an A. There's yeah. the difference. It's an organization as opposed to whatever the A is. What is parent teacher? Association? Association or organization. You got your PTOs, you got your PTAs. <laughs> Uh-huh. Hi there, Mary. You're a president. President of the Hand Therapy Association for Chicago. Wow, the Hand Guiding Therapy. Stuff. All right, I didn't know there was an association. Like right now, Mary, I can't feel my hands. It's so cold in this studio. Is this somebody that I can make a call to you and you can do something about it? Yeah, absolutely. Ray nods, carpal tunnel, could be a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I have any of those. I think I just have cold. <laughs> never uh, know. President Cassie. Hi. Hi, President. President of my choir class in high school. Oh, high school yes. choir. High school choir yeah. president. What kind of uh, responsibilities do you have uh, when you're a high school choir president? Um, oddly enough, we didn't have very many responsibilities, but I did have to learn how to conduct because when my teacher stepped out of the class, right. I would have to leave the class in whatever song we were practicing that day. And uh, how long did it take you to learn that skill? Oh, God, I'm still terrible at it. Ah, yeah. That's, oh, I think uh, you're great. You just move your fine. fingers a couple times. Uh, that's all it is, sure. Uh, hi there, Rich. Yes, sir. Hi, uh, President. President of the uh, Fantasy Baseball League. That guy whips attention. Look at that. He has nothing but respect for you. That is true. Yeah. How many uh, How many teams in the league there you have to oversee, Rich? Uh, right now, 10. We've been doing it for 36 years. Oh, my God. God. So you've, you've gone from, like, a paper and pen and newspapers to, like, the Internet. <laughs> right. Yeah, there was no Internet. There, It was all handwritten stuff right. back, back yeah. in the day. Now, now, they, you, now you guys yeah. have, like, offices in Rosemont and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Really, really branched out. Uh, how many of your 10 teams do you ever have to discipline because they're a bunch of cheaters? Well, in my mind, a couple, but, you know, just to try and keep everything smooth, we uh, just kind of overlook things and say, hey, guys, settle down. Just how they do it in real world, in the real world. Just right. overlook it. Settle down. And here you go, Whip. You asked for it. You got it. Kit, President. Hey, can you hear me? I got president you. President Homo- Homeowners Association. There's your Homeowners wow. Association president. Yeah. How much yeah. fun is that? That, that you know, it was actually okay, except for the troublemakers that were there. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, it was okay organizing and getting stuff out. felt good to accomplish things. Yeah. But what a couple do, bad eggs. What do the, what the bad eggs complain about mostly, Kit? Oh, my gosh. Fencing issues, oh, yeah. landscape, oh, yeah. you know, the bushes too tall. Come on, give it a break. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Who cares? I'm just a guy, an elected official over here. I don't care if your bush is too high. Right. Deal with it. Fifty <laughs> percent of adults surveyed revealed that uh, this happened with uh, them and their partner yesterday during Valentine's Day. What would this be? Half of adults. What happened, Rick? Argument or fight. Is exactly right. Oh. 50% of relationships experienced a fight yesterday on average. Okay. You know, and it might be just a minor squabble, minor disagreement, minor ro- eye roll and have to walk out of the room kind of thing, but mm-hmm. half of relationships yesterday. <laughs> uh, Rick, are you in one? Uh, yeah, I'm married. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, that's what, what you I call say? it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How'd it go yesterday, Rick? You know, it, it's been a long couple weeks. I've been working a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We have a new baby at home, so, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. we, 
I was tired. She's tired. What can I say? It wasn't the best Valentine's Day, but we <laughs> oh, still love each other. That's, that's what's it. most important. I like the attitude. Wasn't yeah. the best, but we love each other, so we're stuck. Here we are. <laughs> working hard, like Rick was talking about. She's working hard. You got a new baby. There's 38 inches of snow on the ground. It's a minus 600. That, that's stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to put a lot on our relationship. Yesterday, Valentine's Day is the coldest Valentine's Day in history. Yeah, it felt like it. 50% revealed that they had a fight with their significant other on Valentine's Day. Huh. Also, it was revealed 58% of respondents said that women are, in fact, more romantic than men. But 42% said this was not the case. Hmm. Probably women overall are more romantic than men, right? Although I heard yesterday somebody said men are often described as romantic or not romantic, but women aren't. Like, you don't ever hear, oh, my wife, she's so romantic. It's almost because you expect them to be thoughtful, which is wrong. You expect the woman to be thoughtful and romantic? Yeah. 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 Or sentimental. Yeah, that makes sense. It's more of a... uh, I feel like the guys, a lot of times, are being romantic sort of to to try to impress the lady, right? right? But the women women or men are supposed to be... uh, in theory, romantic on right. Valentine's Day. Of the two right. who is supposed to be the romantic person, Valentine's Day, the man for the woman. Stereotypically. Doesn't yeah. mean it's true, doesn't mean it's right, but Yeah, and then Sweetest Day is supposed to be the reverse of that. For is the, it? Yeah. Is it really? Uh-huh. When is Sweetest Day? Uh, Like March? See, that proves to you how important it is. Exactly. No one really knows. They could throw it in like, you know, they could be like, ah, October 6th. <laughs> like, oh, cool. It might be. That might be right, actually. Cool. Uh, and then this, uh, this is something that, uh, while it might be true, I, I don't think it's wise to admit it. Uh, for Valentine's Day here, I was uh, reading, survey showed that 70% of men would buy lingerie for their partners, and almost 70% hope to see their partner in it. So, <laughs> They're buying it, but they don't get to see them? No, no, want to. That's the oh. key. Uh, let me read that to you again. Yeah. So that, so that you're... You're paying attention and really hearing what's happening there. Survey showed that 70% of men would buy lingerie for their partners, and almost 70% hope to see their partner in it. <laughs> so there's like 2% that are like, eh, I'm going to buy it for you, but don't put it on. <laughs> don't, uh, don't just put it in the drawer and just leave it there. Mm-hmm. That's very strange. Yeah, that's something I don't think you admit. Mm-hmm. 70% of men would buy lingerie for their partners, almost 70%. Hope to actually see their partner in it. The other two percent are like, "Fine, you can just you can return it." I left the tags on it. That's fine. It's <laughs> just rude. Maybe you have a Valentine's Day lingerie fail like this guy. Hey, Eric, if you're gonna give your wife lingerie, you'd better make sure they're the right size. A bra two sizes too big and a pair of underwear three sizes too small sends a very distressing message. Three this, sizes too small. This happened to me. I bought a set. That was already put together, but I didn't pay attention, and obviously somebody had switched out a bunch of things. (laughs) (laughs) And when my wife opened it yesterday, let's just say there was hell to pay. Oh, no. He bought her a bra, two sizes too big, and underwear three sizes too small. (laughs) Three sizes, wow. It's the thought that counts. I said, I I got this email over the weekend, and I just said to Violetta, you sure? You sure about this? (laughs) Now I can tell she's not 100% sure. Uh That this was a good idea. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things unfolded that I found out about, and I and I haven't talked to my family yet, which I realize now might have not been the best idea. Right, maybe here. You came here first, probably not yeah. the best idea. Mom and Dad might not be married. 
So I was helping my mom and dad with some health, health insurance stuff. They needed to submit their marriage certificate. I asked them about it. They didn't know about it. So I called the Secretary of State's office. After multiple appointments and nonsense, they finally called me back, said they found it. Yeah. I said, thank you. They said they'll mail it out, but you got to verify your mom's name. So I did. There was an awkward pause, and they asked, could it be under another name? So I tried the longer Serbian version of her name, another long pause. And I asked, what's the issue? And they said, well, not supposed to say anything, but there's a different name on this marriage certificate. Yeah. So, uh, Bronco, your dad, you're thinking might not be married to uh, Vera because your dad was married three times prior? I think actually twice, twice prior. prior? One, yeah, one didn't go through. Didn't gotcha. Make it didn't down go the through. Aisle. Gotcha. <laughs> didn't go <laughs> through. through. The paperwork didn't get through. Right. Just like this paperwork. Yeah. So now you're going to have to dig deeper, and then you kept talking, and we had to call Lerner and Rowe to mm-hmm. represent you, and it keeps going down a rabbit hole I don't think you want to go down. So yeah. we said, all right, text us 60123, your family drama that you discovered, uh, the, un, the untold story of your family that mm-hmm. you did a little digging and stumbled upon. Uh, among the finalists, uh, my family recently discovered my grandmother was the trailer park floozy. Oh, no. Apparently made her way around the trailer park back oh in the day. Oh, man. That, that was tough. Let's keep that buried. Uh, it became a big family secret to this 219er that my aunt uh, is married to somebody in the cartel. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's scary drama. Stuff. But the one I wanted to talk to, and we said we had a prize for you for texting 60123. And thank you to all of those that you that texted. We're getting a lot of DNA tests done, and these people aren't my family kind of uh, stories. But this one, Whip, I think you're going to find really, really fascinating. Okay. All right. Hello, Haley. Hi, how are you? Uh, great. Uh, can you just text in the sentence that you told us about your family? Yes, so my family was in charge of making Al Capone's sausages. (laughs) Oh, that sounds like a stressful gig, to be honest. Uh You come from the family that made Al Capone's sausages. Now, Whip, you love a good sausage story. I do. Well, I mean, first of all, two things you don't want to see being made, laws and Al Capone's sausages. Yeah. And you normally think, Haley, uh, my family was involved with Al Capone and be like, oh, my my dad was Al Capone's bootlegger or my grandpa was Al Capone's hitman. Is is there anything illegal about making sausage for Al Capone? No. I mean, he just really liked him, you know sweet as opposed to mild and mm-hmm. we just made sure that they you know the job was done okay. while like, he carried on doing his own job so we just were the sausage people okay. all right uh, did your family uh, have like a a butcher shop that al capone uh, used to frequent maybe shake down uh, no it was actually in my great grandpa's basement okay <laughs> oh yeah it does sound great grandpa rather right. and somehow al uh, Met your great grandpa and said, "Man, you make delicious sausages. Will you make them for me? Yeah. Is that what it was?" Pretty much. I bet they paid pretty well, huh? I would hope. I mean, he got some extra, you know, coverage if anything happened. God yeah. forbid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a good thing you put out. Hey, Al Capone gets his sausages here. <laughs> so did he make? I think a- their payment is we're not going to kill you. Right. Oh, exactly. Okay. That's yeah. yeah. Pretty much. So yeah. did they pretty make much. sausage for anybody else, or it was just kind of like they had a sausage thing in the basement? Capone had one and said, "You're mine." Pretty much. I mean, we would just make them within the family. By no means are we like butchers or anything like that. It was just one of those Italian things where, you know, you got your uncle making wine in the garage. And then we had, you know, my great great grandpa making sausages in the basement. It was one of those things. And he Uh liked them. (laughs) Did uh, did, do you have any photos of like your your 
great-grandfather and uh, Al Capone, and Al's like got an Italian sausage, and he's smiling, holding up. Your grandpa's going thumbs up. Do you have any of those? No, uh, no, none of those. Nothing like that. Nothing like that at all. Huh? Wow, that's so impressive. That's very impressive. Thank yeah, you. yeah. It how, kind of runs in the family. How, you make good sausage? Not making sausage, or just oh. being, you know, a foodie. I mean, myself, I have my own little. Uh, cake business that's on Instagram at the little cannoli cakery, you know, know. having to do that <laughs> Italian plug in there. Sure. But yeah. Sure. Yeah. Little uh, cannoli. I think that's an insult. And yeah, how did you uh, find <laughs> out? Who told you, you know, uh, great grandpa used to make the uh, sausage for Capone? My grandma. She's uh, the Italian one of the of my grandparents. <laughs> Yeah, she was just you, like, okay, never say, never speak about this because it's in the family. I'm like, is it really in the family if it's just a sausage? <laughs> <laughs> never speak of this. Uh, but it's where there's nothing illegal there, Grandma. Yeah, just don't talk right. about it, though. We don't talk about making sausages for the Capones. <laughs> That's great. That's- Let's get to the weekend wrap-up. All of the weekend stories. You say Chrissy Teigen or do you say Teigen? I say Chrissy Teigen. Okay. I think she told us it was Tigan, but everybody had been getting it wrong for years. So I'm going Tigan. Have you seen those lips? Mm, Yeah, very mysterious. Chrissy Tigan swears she didn't get lip fillers. Shows off her swollen lip from an allergic reaction. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, it's really weird. Hey, uh, Snooki has coronavirus. She does? She's got a lot of things I bet. (laughs) (laughs) She does. I don't mean to laugh. This is a sentence I didn't think I'd say when I woke up this morning. Hey, Snooki's got coronavirus. Hey, you know, we haven't heard her name in a while, and now that you just say it, it's funny. Have you seen her? She's kind of funny in those Paramount Plus commercials. Yes. She's like, I'm so hungover. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, she's good in that. Snooki. She's back. The Super Bowl streaker did get paid. Remember, you oh. saw the story. The guy that was streaking reportedly had made a prop bet that mm-hmm. uh, you know somebody would streak and bet a thousand bucks and got paid three hundred seventy-five thousand. That everybody's like, "No, it's a lie." No, no, wow. it isn't a lie. Oh and my god! They've paid him three hundred thousand dollars. He and his friends made on their wager that someone would streak at the big game. He is planning to sue Bovada Sportsbook for the remaining seventy-five thousand dollars. He says he's owed. So hmm. the, the sportsbook's like, "All right, we'll give you three hundred grand. That's it." So the sports book needs to hire Lerner and Rowe. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell are being joined by Octavia Spencer for a new movie, hmm. Spirited. It's a musical inspired by a Christmas Carol. Okay. Also, there's a new Austin Powers movie reportedly in early development. You don't need to do that. It's no. Okay, we're good. Right. Let's stop where we did because they got progressively worse. And Indiana Jones Five is rumored to include the Fountain of Youth. That's going to be the angle of the movie. Hmm. Harrison Ford finding the Fountain of Youth. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, remember that movie? Yeah, brought together Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. It did. It's now being made into an Amazon show. Amazon's creating a TV adaptation starring Donald Glover for oh. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, so okay. that should be cool. The Golden Globes 2021 presenters are being asked to appear in person at the ceremony. Okay. okay. So maybe we're seeing some movement. Mm -hmm. They're saying we can do this safely. We would like them to do this stuff in person and not virtually. Enough's enough. Is there an audience on that one? Uh, I don't know if they have planned an audience. If they have, maybe it's a much smaller audience. But, you know, you're seeing more and more. Yeah. People are starting to show up at different places. The Planner's Nutmobile is looking for a new driver or drivers. You've seen the Wienermobile. Sorry. That was not me at all. That was me. The the Nutmobile. I mean, how can you not laugh? Planner's has a Nutmobile. Planners, the iconic snack brand known for giving you peanuts, cheese balls, and so much more, is looking to hire a few avid peanut lovers to drive around in the nut. Mm. 
So that's not a bad summer job if you're trying to get that all planned for the summer. Right? Coolest guy in town. Nickelodeon is opening its first resort in Mexico this summer in Riviera Maya. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, you can go to a Nickelodeon resort. Like that, that sounds like pure hell. <laughs> uh, speaking of Mexico, customs officials seized almost 200 pounds of prohibited bologna at the Mexican border. Won't be bringing that bologna in air. Agriculture specialists working at the Columbus, New Mexico port of entry seized 22 rolls of Mexican bologna on February 7th. The CBP officer spotted multiple red rolls of meat in the hatchback area of a 2019 Nissan Rogue. Like, hey, there's rolled meat in there. What's that? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's Mexican bologna. Pull it over. Hmm. Can't bring that That's in That's a lot here. of bologna. Man dives into tank at Bass Pro Shop hmm. in Why? Sweetwater, Florida. Hey, you would have made the freaks. Yeah. The jumper ignoring an employee's plea to not swim in the tank. The man's friend shot a video of him wading into the tank. Bass Pro Shop discourages people from getting in the tanks. Yeah, I would imagine. I didn't even know they had tanks until my uh, my buddy Scott made me go to Bass Pro Shop for the first time. That thing is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been there. I, I hadn't either, but I would recommend you go just if just to look around, just to see the tank. Right? Are it's there crazy. fish in there? Oh yeah, they got okay. the whole deal in there. It's like the Shed Aquarium, or like ABT. It's like a poor man's Shed Aquarium. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook has banned uh, or Facebook banned sexy cow photos. Did you hear about this? Hmm. Daily Mail says Facebook recently apologized after banning an art gallery that posted photos of cows standing in a field. The photos were deemed overtly sexual by Facebook's algorithm. What? Which caused everybody to go, how? And Facebook came out and said, we don't really know. Right. Other banned photos have included uh, pictures of a cricket team, a high-rise office building, and (laughs) army soldiers drinking cups of tea. All those have been deemed uh, pornographic by the Facebook algorithm. Weird. Yep. Cockroaches nibble each other's wings after mating. Ew. So they do it, and then they start nibbling each other's wings. In a sign of affection, or because yeah. one's going to eat the other? Probably. The, uh, I'm going to go with the second one, probably. Oh. I didn't even know cockroaches had wings. Well, you know, it's like Red Bull. <laughs> I don't know. Gross. Maybe they don't have wings after their partner eats them. That's right. A uh, Tennessee man has left $5 million to his beloved dog. Oh, Isn't that yeah. nice? Yep. Lulu, the eight-year-old border collie, uh, collie, will be living the good life in Nashville after her- inheriting $5 bucks in her owner's will. So what does really yeah, happen what? to the money then? I think it probably goes to some type of uh, a caretaker. And, and they have to spend it on the dog. Well, and I'm certain there's like an estate planning group that manages how the money is spent and it yeah, has to somehow directly relate to the animal. Or are they, you know, keeping up the house that the caretaker lives in that the dog calls home? Yeah. If that's a, uh, I mean, I wonder if that's a good uh, job, a good gig, pays well. I mean, it might be like, you know, if you get something out of it, like, okay, I'll buy you a $475,000 tiara done for the dog. Who's buying the dog the, the, the caretaker. <laughs> does the caretaker get a cut? I mean, I'm sure they're not doing it for free. Yeah, so I, does the I, caretaker a salary, get a cut? Certain, okay, yeah. well then, yeah. okay, not bad. But why would the caretaker want to buy the dog a tiara? To get a bigger cut? <laughs> because you don't have to work that hard if you oh. just spend it on some huge... Like, you don't have to sit there every day. How am I going to spend this $5 million? Just I, like, think it, I think you still have to clean up after the dog and do the general work that you would do for any dog, rich or poor. Well, that, might be, that might be true. Uh, by the way, PETA, uh, the founder, says calling your dog or cat a pet, that's derogatory and mean. Stop doing it. Really? What are they? I don't know. Animal companion. I don't know. The founder of the animal activist group told a British media outlet that the term pet is derogatory and reduces animals from being a living, breathing organism to inanimate objects. Okay, whatever. Oh, my gosh. That's fine. That's fine. Uh-huh. All right. Just 
move along from that. Uh, we have an update. The Gorilla Glue Girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. Plans to donate her $20,000 GoFundMe. She's going to donate that money and not take it. At least as long as we're all not watching. Because, <laughs> you know, everybody's probably mad. Yeah. Going, Why do you get 20000 for doing something stupid? So she came out and said, well, I'll donate it all. And then six months later, she goes, all right, is anybody paying attention? Right, exactly. I'm going to hold on to it right, for a little let's, while let's first. We're going to keep that. <laughs> oh, man. Because she got a free surgery to get it removed, yeah. right? Yeah. It's so she hard doesn't to need watch that video. Yeah. A 40-year-old Louisiana woman will give away $20,000, the bulk of the funds she's raised thus far, to a nonprofit called the Restore Foundation. Isn't that the people who do the hair here? Restore. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's the company, right? It, it is. It did Ian Happ's hair and Ryan Sandberg's hair and Brian Walker's hair. Yeah. Okay, I'll make sure I had that right. And since we're talking hair, Violetta, we told you earlier this morning that uh, baggy jeans are making a comeback. Skinny jeans are out. Right, apparently. Also, mullets are making a comeback, which is good wow. for AT&T. Uh, Lily? Yeah, Lily. You see, uh, she changed her hair in the most recent uh, the most recent AT&T commercial where the two guys are staring at each other. Yeah, they can yeah. have like a duel. But the ones prior to that, which they're still airing, she's got a terrible mullet. Mm-hmm. Terrible mullet. Okay, I'll check on that. Maybe she's ahead of her time, though, because mullets are making a comeback. Hairstylists are seeing an increase in mullets. Many high school athletes are now asking for them. Some young men want perms as well. Perms oh. are coming back? Perms are. Everything wow. comes back around. Are you guys going to do that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, young men are also shaving the sides of their head. Is that what Ted Cruz did? Apparently. I you saw people that? making fun of it. Yeah. That horrible haircut on Ted Cruz. You think, it was on, you think it was a mishap or he meant to do that? It was the worst mishap ever if it was. Yeah. Uh, young men are shaving the sides of their heads with their mullets so that they can put the lines in. Some women are starting to get mullets as well, as Miley Cyrus has been their motivation. Oh, uh, I yeah. don't think Miley Cyrus should be your motivation for anything. Right. Bring the mullet back. All right, uh, top three things trending on Twitter. Here we go, Violetta at number three. High C trending after news that it's coming back to McDonald's later this month as fans are really excited. Many have been complaining for years that they miss the very orange drink, mm-hmm. and now their dreams are coming true. That's how I order it. And would you like to drink? Orange. Orange. Yeah. <laughs> Just yell out the color. They know. Trending on Twitter, number two. Happy Lundi Gras trending ahead of Mardi Gras tomorrow. Lundi Gras is French for Fat Monday, which is the big party and celebration before Ash Wednesday and Lent starts. Fat Monday, I thought it was Fat Tuesday. It is, so I guess this is kind of a this new is tradition. Fat right now. Yeah, today is, it is it. Fat Monday. I didn't know there was a Fat Monday. Didn't either. More party. Remember in the uh, good old days, they used to bring punch keys here to the uh, studio every Fat Tuesday? That's right. What oh. happened to that? Uh, COVID. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And uh, trending on Twitter, number one. Smashing Pumpkins, Imagine Dragons, and Fall Out Boy were among 30 bands that took part in a Chicago virtual music festival over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. They helped local music venue workers on JBTV. You can still catch that stream all week long, though, if you missed it. So... Wanted to give them some support. Speaking of uh, shows, I don't know if this is true or not, but I was told over the weekend, somebody said that they think that the uh, the tickets to see Guns N' Roses, Summer of Rock, mm-hmm. and Wrigley are, like, available. No. Really? Well, you know, uh, remember they, they rescheduled it when they canceled last year. They rescheduled to a specific date for mm-hmm. this year. Okay. So it has a date. All right. Um. And I think tickets from last year would be honored, though, at this year. So if there were some Maybe left, does that mean they never stopped being on sale? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to be optimistic about yeah. the summer of rock. Oh, yeah. Trying it all over again. Thank you, Violetta. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. 
Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.